finding our authentic voice and the courage to use it. All right, so what is this about today? I'm not doing a normal like episode with a title and a focus and mm -mm. I'm coming on here to make an announcement. Oh, and right when I said that, my phone hit 111. Okay, that's amazing. I'm coming on here to make an announcement because I'm expanding my services. So if you followed my podcast at all, if you've listened to any of my episodes, even my ones that were recorded on the crappy my original tech stuff. It was really bad. But if you listen to those, if you were able to see past and hear past and listen past the horrible sound quality, um, you may have heard me tell the story about 2021. Last year when I was making this huge shift from my smaller space studio to my now larger space studio, the build out, all of the synchronicities and um, alignments that sort of happened as, you know, as kind of as things went through the process of, you know, needing to find a space, finding the space, and then all of the things that sort of occurred around that, you know, and that being the center that I had made this decision to expand my offerings at the beginning of the year. That light just keeps also going out. What's it called? The shadow period of the next Mercury retrograde. So maybe that's why I'm running into technical stuff, but for whatever reason, it's slowing me down. That's okay. We will take the message. Slow down. Enjoy yourself, right? All right, so what is this about? That's crazy lighting. What about that? Okay. Back to business. Okay, so I'm making an announcement today. I'm expanding my offerings. 2021, I had this realization going into the new year that I wanted to expand my offerings. I did not know what that meant. We got in the new space. Teachers sort of appeared who were interested in participating and running passion projects and new programs. And I had the space and the interest to create um, solutions in the place of, you know, where there was no music for this age group. I wanted to have music for this age group, this young, you know, baby, our baby steps program, which is newborn to four. And then the two to, or three to six preschool program, where I'd never had that before, um, I was able to offer it and I was really excited. So a couple things have happened that have kind of gone, okay, I'm not really sure if maybe that was the direction I was solely supposed to go or if I was supposed to, you know, do some other things, but I kind of opened myself up over the holiday and we just came, came back from vacation and I was really just, just really reflective and, you know, What's the word recuperating you know just really taking the time to to do the um, spiritual and emotional and physical reset okay if you will and when I was there I was meditating of course doing my morning meditations sometimes right outside on you know the patio near the beach it was gorgeous it was wonderful I'm high you know recommend highly recommend 10 out of 10 there um and I one of the things I had said was you know, I'm just open to receiving guidance. I'm open to receiving divine signs if, if I'm supposed to stay, you know, if I'm supposed to do more than what I'm doing, I'm open to receive. Okay. <clears throat> and here I am, totally relaxed, right? Not The hustle and bustle of daily life is not eroding my energy. So I'm fully aligned, okay? Right there. And all of a sudden, just sign after sign after sign. And it has not stopped since I got home, to be honest. And I got home on early Sunday morning, 
So this is what I scripted for myself and I'm gonna tell you guys about it. So I was thinking, you know, we all need mentors. We all need inspiration. We all need clarity. These are actual, like these aren't luxury items. Mentors, oh my God, so bizarre. Okay, we need these. These are not luxury items. We have mentors in school. It starts with our teachers. It starts with our parents. It starts with our older siblings, coaches, instructors, dance instructors, music instructors, um, you know, and the list goes on, college professors and all those things. So we all need mentors. And then of course, people we idolize who are, you know, successful in the field that we're interested in or who are, you know, really inspirational to us. And that being said, inspiration, it is not a luxury. We should open ourselves up to receiving inspiration daily. Why? Well, because we are spirits having a human, you know, experience. <laughs> so if we only have physical you know, pursuits, that is limiting our experience, right? We need to have spiritual pursuits as well. Some people find that in organized religion. Other people find that in their own, you know, practice, like, you know, meditation practices or, um, you know, community work, service work. We find spirituality everywhere. Okay. So if you pay attention, clarity, well, what is that? Clarity is when we can see something clearly, when we know, when we know, period. I have clarity in this situation. I can see X, Y, and Z, right? I know what is necessary right in front of me. I know what is needed. That is having clarity. Sometimes we sit there going, I don't know what to do. You know, sometimes I find that we get a little paralyzed on days off because we're always so, you know, organized and, you know, hyper vigilant in our work and in, you know, our organization for our families and everything, we have a, really have a day off, we can feel a little lost, right? Because we lack a little bit of that focused clarity. So, but that's actually one of the reasons we absolutely need mentors because they are going to help us go, okay, so when you're not being busy bee and, you know, running the roads and doing the housekeeping and doing the working and doing the bills and doing all the everything, what do you, what does your soul need? You know, what do you need to reset and recharge? And that's where clarity comes in for sure, right? Okay, so there's a lot surrounding each of us. I talk with my hands. So if you have not watched any of my previous episodes, you will learn today that I am a real hand talker. Okay, there's a lot surrounding each of us that instills fear, doubt, and commonly accepted shared limiting beliefs. Okay, so let's break that down. What is that? Okay, so fear, we know what that is. We get that all the time, right? Okay, wait. Fear of not getting the job, not getting the part, not getting into the program, not getting into the school, not getting our driver's license. I mean, you know how many students I have just literally in tears every year because they have their road test and they may not pass and I have to let them know it's not the end of the world and who cares if you have to take it twice? You don't ever need to put that on information. Uh, um, so that's fear. Fear, we have it it's instilled in us right from a very, very early age, right? And it's natural. We have survival instincts as, you know, primates, as mammals. We have, you know, the need to assess, you know, risk assess. We have to be able to do that, right? Danger awareness, like we need to be able to do that. <laughs> it's important <laughs> for survival. So yes, fear is part of what we have to work around when we're looking to align ourselves. Doubt, well, that just goes along with I'm not enough. 
And I think it's kind of a byproduct of the fear thing. I'm afraid I'm not enough, right? Commonly accepted and shared limiting beliefs. Well, in my case of being in the arts, it's usually I'm coming up against long-held beliefs that starving artists, there's no career in the arts, you won't have a 401k, <laughs> you know, you're, all the things, you'll be freelance forever, you'll be a failure at life, you'll, you'll be homeless, all the things, okay? So this is something that we, we have to recognize in ourselves. And because everyone has different limiting beliefs. We have a lot of shared limiting beliefs as in a society. But we also have individual limiting beliefs as well. Very, very specific to us, okay? And to our experience. So I used to think I had to know everything about music and voice to be an effective instructor. When I first started teaching privately, I actually, you know, did the whole imposter syndrome vibe where I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. And you've ever heard my, one of my, episodes of my podcast I talked about teaching this evening it was like a lecture hall three hour long lecture hall it was a basics of singing course at a college and um, my first time ever teaching you know I've been in plenty of college classrooms but I hadn't taught any um, not for a full class and I had the textbook and I did all my preparation and it took me nine hours I think to prepare all my notes because it was a three-hour lecture and I thought well I better be organized I better have everything written down and, and, you know, thought out ahead of time. Yeah, I got in there and stuck to notes for about 20 minutes and then spoke extemporaneously the rest of the time, staying, you know, within the parameters of the, the textbook. But I didn't need my notes. I know the subject matter. Music is my thing. So I didn't know I didn't. I literally didn't know what I knew. I didn't know what I didn't know, and I sure didn't know what I knew until I got into that experience. So here, you know, here I am teaching this class and walking out going, I just did that all off the top of my head. I did all of that, just me. I did that, right? So I honestly thought up until probably that moment and shortly after that I didn't know enough. I didn't know enough. How, how can I be any kind of educator if I don't know everything there is? Right, okay, that's totally illogical, um, but it was a belief I had. So what I did come to discover, though, is that m music, my love of music, drives the endless curiosity that I have that provides me impartable information to my students. <laughs> so I needed love more than I needed information. Because I know at times it's not easy. Our self-doubt and negative self-talk can undermine the best of intentions. So what if I would have said no to teaching that class? What if I would have said, oh, no, I'm not interested. I'll think about it, but I'll let you know. You know the lies, the lies we say. Instead of going, yeah, I think I'm kind of not ready for that. We're never going to admit that, but we'll say a million other things, right? So instead, I don't know what prompted me. My guides probably, higher self, curiosity, probably curiosity. Sure, why not? Let me get the textbook from you. I'll do it. My trajectory of my life might have been quite different because I wouldn't have known that I could. I could do it without, you know, handwriting every single thing I was going to say ahead of time. That I could improv my way through and be successful and be effective. I didn't know that. I had no idea that was possible. I'm glad I found out. Real happy. So... 
Necessity has made me attuned to the feelings of my students. And this is what guides our daily instruction together. What does that mean? Well, that means when a student walks in and he or she or they are feeling a certain way and not a positive way, it's going to affect the instrument. It's going to affect the way we're learning, right? So I need to feel them out a little bit when they walk in the room. I need to feel what that energy is coming in with them. And then I need to address it. Because if we pretend it's not happening, we're not going to get very far. And my focus is always going to be, what's the quickest way to get to the music part? Because that's where I'm slightly obsessed. (laughs) I want to get to the singing part. I want to get to the music part. I love talking to my students and I love getting to know them. However, I have always had a problem taking money from people and not giving them something in return. I want to give them something of value. And sometimes, even though it's his singing lessons, (laughs) sometimes it's human interaction lessons. Sometimes it's let's connect. Let's talk about this. Let's reframe this. Let's take, you know, the pressure off. Let's put compassion in its place. And how do we do that? How do we do that effectively? That's what I've worked on for 22 plus years, (laughs) is how to do that. How to then turn that and pivot, turn and pivot back to goals, right? And that's my, that's my skill set. That's what I do. I'm good at the pivot. (laughs) Along my 22 years of teaching, I've been at times the reluctant mentor. Not in the last six, seven years. In the last six, seven years, I've pretty much like, uh, I'm embracing it and we, this is what it is. Why didn't I want to be the mentor? Why did I, why was I a reluctant mentor? Well, because I, I was terrified. I was afraid I would say and do the wrong thing or recommend the wrong thing and then a student would have to live with my recommendation. That's a lot of pressure. (laughs) I don't know if you ever looked that up before, but it's a lot of pressure. Well, when I'm coming from fear, I'm not going to make the right, I'm not going to make the right recommendation. When I'm afraid for me and it's about me and I'm trying to help them. So I had to set it down. I had to set my fear down and I had to surrender and align myself so that I can be a conduit, so I can be a channel. And I basically surrender my free will almost so that whatever needs to be said at the moment can be said and the student can receive the message and the student can feel heard and the student can have that safe space. So as a reluctant mentor, it was my fears that stopped me from calling myself a mentor or a life coach. But God has a sense of humor because that's precisely what I am for many singers, performers, educators, and entrepreneurs. Singers of all ages join me on my musical journey and I on theirs. I'm also joined at the same time on my spiritual journey and my adventure and purpose. I'm discovering with my students. Why am I sharing all of this? Because I've been called to expand my offerings. My studio has definitely already done that in the realm of music, but spirit keeps pointing me back to mentoring and life coaching. In the last few weeks alone, I've had three separate people reach out to me 
to sort through signs, symbols, alignment, and purpose-related stuff. This is not abnormal for me. I'm, I've embraced the idea that I'm that voice that you call. I'm the person you call. If you're in my life, I'm probably the person you call when something weird happens. Some synchronicity, some, can you believe, you know, this coincidence, okay? Um, or I had this crazy dream and then it came true the next day or something. You know, I'm probably the person you're calling, you know, probably. And I have people like that I call too when I'm something, when I'm like, can you help me explain this? Because this has gotten a little too Twilight Zone for me, right? Okay. But I'm also the person in my family and friends' lives who you bounce ideas off of because I love creating. I'm a creative person. That's my thing. I like creative solutions. I like opening myself up to those. I like divine guidance. It brings me nothing but joy to suddenly out of the clear blue go, oh, there's the answer. Wow. All right. Yeah, there it is. I love that moment. That's an aha moment and I'm there for it. And I love helping people, especially the people I love, have those. That to me has always lit me up. It's always made my day even better than it was, you know, than I thought it was going to be. It's always surpassed any expectation for me when I've had those moments with people, friends and family. So I used to make it a habit to dismiss signs, call it coincidence and forget about it. But my mind is blown with the daily synchronicities lately in regards to me receiving this message about life coaching. I'm going to dedicate my next episode to the ways divinity has guided me here. Okay, the next episode, I'm going to write down every single thing that has happened over the last three, four weeks and brought that's brought me here. And I think it's going to probably, when I talked to my therapist this morning about it, she was blown away. She was just saying, I literally sing with her mouth open. I was like, that's a lot. I know it's a lot, but you're my therapist. So you're going to hear it. <laughs> Love you. All right. So until then, I will be starting to accept coaching clients. You heard that right. I will be accepting coaching clients. I'm here to help you say fuck yes to your life. Call me your goal guru or your what you're meant for mentor. But just reach out and I'll tell you all about what I have planned. We aren't intended to do any of this alone. Every Everything in our society wants us to feel like we have to choose safe a safe choice, right? Because then we can't get the car, we can't buy the house, we won't have the credit, we won't, you know, fear, 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 fear. And then what happens? You're making someone else a millionaire. What? Wait, hold on. Stop right there. No. <laughs> no, I will not let fear make my decisions for me and help me help me make someone else a millionaire. Okay. So we're not intended to do this alone. There will always be people who've walked the path ahead of you and they will always reach down and help you pull you up. They just will. We're supposed to. Service is in our, it's in our genes. It's in our cells. It's our, it's in our spiritual energetic vibration services. I am officially announcing my life coaching business. It will be called Align to Shine. You can follow it already on Instagram and Facebook. 
there is going to be a lot of free stuff coming through. Please go follow me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm not on Twitter yet. I will eventually probably be on Twitter. Um, I'm actually actively creating my Patreon account so people can subscribe and get content all the time, even if they aren't um, in, you know, an active client with coaching. Um, but yeah, I have so many fun stories. I can't wait to tell that, tell you guys. And I'm going to be using my podcast to help tell those stories um, of success, of um, spiritual divine guidance, where it had been students and clients who never expected it to be that way. And it was even more than they thought and more uh, impactful. That's the word. It was more impactful than they thought and it could ever be. And I think that's just, these are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> it's talking about purpose and synchronicities and energy and alignment so thank you guys so much for joining me here today on sing breathe be with heidi riggs this is the journey of finding our authentic voice and the courage to use it please follow please share on all podcast platforms so until next time friends keep shining <laughs>